welcome to the Daily Record Celtic podcast. Uh, I'm joined today by Matt Gannon and Craig Swan. I'm Gordon Waddle. Uh, all three of us are heading towards Celtic Park tonight for uh, their second qualifying round of the Champions League against uh, Rosenberg. It's actually their third qualifying round, but since they missed out in the first one. Um, Mick, Celtic not going into this game with uh, with any problems to seek. No strikers, struggling at the back a little bit. Um, this isn't a situation they wanted to find themselves in. No, I mean they got through the second qualifying round with it was off the field issues involving that tie, but on the field it was the, the most straightforward of ties you can imagine. They got through with no fuss whatsoever, and then within a few days they're they're without a, a centre half partnership and a centre forward. As such, so it's it's tricky with Griffiths out and Dembele struggling big time. It leaves them with a shot up front, certainly at the back as well. Not really what they want at this point in time. Swanee, if you had your pick, what would you be doing tonight? Uh, would you risk anybody? In as much as that, this is obviously such a crucial part of the season. You know, their, their whole season is predicated on getting into the groups. Is it worth taking the risk just now, or do you do you hedge a little bit and, and try a Sinclair or a Rogic up front and, and hope that it gets the job done? I think you hedge. I think the manager Brendan Rodgers had a lot of success last season in the games when he didn't have them belly or Griffiths. Now, obviously, the, the, we don't know how the standard of opposition tonight bears up with the type of games that he did it in last year but Celtic scored five at Tencastle last year without a, without any of the pair of them It's he, he worked it differently last year Scott Sinclair played up it didn't work Yeah, because Sinclair has to come off a side he's recognised that now judging by what he said to us yesterday he's recognised that's not the way he put Patrick Roberts in there as a kind of false nine as they call it these days and the intimation seems to be that it'll be Tom Rogic tonight who'll, who'll get that job to, 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 to play that role with speed on the, in the wider areas, whether that's Forrest and Sinclair or Hayes and Sinclair, depending on what he has to do with the back line, which we'll probably get to in a minute. But I suspect Rodgers might be the might be the answer. I certainly wouldn't gamble because I don't think there's as much necessity, even in 12 months. I don't think there's as much necessity for Celtic to win a home game. Michael and I were were, yeah. were in Beersheva um, for a call of the playoff last year. Yeah. Celtic needed five goals and a three goal cushion, and still almost didn't get through because you kind of knew they had to do something at home. I'm not sure it's like that now. You saw him mention Gladbach in Manchester. They've started to find a way of playing. They've got more confidence and courage to play away from home. I don't think you have to win tonight, so I wouldn't hedge. I wouldn't risk him belly. I'd keep him in case he need him next week. Brendan Rodgers did say last week that they would be having a go at it and wanting to take a result. Of course. To Tron time. But, you know, I mean, which which is only natural. I mean, it, it kind of, you, you feel as if you need something to protect, you know, in any away game, probably. Yeah. But. You know, is it? Keep, Scott keep, Sinclair scored in excess of 30 goals last year. Yeah. Sure, Armstrong They've scored got, almost 20. Rodgers scored almost 20, missing yeah. four months in the season. Yeah, there's a lot of, goal, a lot of attacking options in the yeah. team without that, that focal point. Yeah. So they can play in a set different kind of way. So it's Don't there. disagree with any of that, but obviously keeping a clean sheet would be mm. enormously helpful in that regard and not giving away an away goal, which when you've got Sviatchenko struggling, you know, and, and I mean, he, he played it, let's say, played a back three against. Uh, Linfield last week, he could have played a back one effectively the, 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 for as much as Linfield Kicked actually it, offered, yeah. you know, I mean, with Simunovic playing with, with, with Tierney and, and uh, Lustig either side of him, but he's going to have to be a bit more pragmatic than that yeah. tonight. He didn't give much away about that yesterday as regarding what he would do, but again, it comes back to the options, so this sort of three at the back, morphing into a four, changing into a two, and then yeah. Brendan talks about it. Yeah, but you can't, you can't have, I mean, the board, there is an issue, I suppose, in the sense that you know, you could bring Tierney in and Lustig in 
and players that three, but they had cover in the fullback. You know, so you would say, oh, he's a Gary's not there now, and Gamboa's not there now. But he made the point yesterday about Johnny Hayes. He's played left back many times. Yeah, Callum Callum McGregor played there before. He spoke very highly of Anthony Ralston yesterday, saying he can play both sides. Yeah. So he's got I'm, various I'm options. I'm I don't think he'll go to four. I don't think they'll play that. I'm surprised. I mean, the, the night that Derek Boyata was injured in, in pre season, one of the first questions asked was, are you going to now step up the search to bring in a centre half? I mean, whether or not you can get in the guy you want, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's not always that easy and the timescale is involved. But I'm surprised at that, that, that point because it looked at the end, this looks flimsy because one guy's injured, he couldn't bother. And that's what's happened. And now you're going to a, a, a game that's absolutely crucial without a, a recognised centre half to play alongside Simonovic. If that thing is. Well, or, or, or does he have? I mean, there, there was yeah. a bit of chat this morning about Christopher Ayer, who impressed at Kilmarnock, yeah. you know, in, in that role. He's, I'd be he's, that. I, 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 I would be stunned as well if we put him in that environment. This, but this time last year, Celtic went to, went to go to Astana with, mm-hmm. with um, Ewan O'Connell, Ewan O'Connell mm-hmm. in the centre half. Um, and he did, he did pretty well, so he, he has shown he can throw someone in and do a job there. Yeah. But it's not ideal. These games are absolutely vital to remember, remember, he should, he should never let Ambrose go. said he should never let F.A. Ambrose go. Is that ah, what we're saying? Of course. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. He can drag Turi off the beach. Um, yeah, but I think I just think I think at that point maybe the end is time to bring someone that's covered at that point in time. Um, just to, to, to wind it up uh, with two questions. One, these nights are renowned at Celtic Park and the, the big Champions League nights for their atmosphere. We've obviously been through the uh, the rigmarole the last week with the Green Brigades section being being banned. Yeah. Does the rest of Celtic Park bring the noise tonight by way of recompense for that? Celtic Park was recognised as an outstanding European venue with a fantastic atmosphere long before many of the boys that are in the Green Brigade were even born. So if everybody else steps up, I don't think it'll be an issue. That, uh, I mean, I've just spoken to this as well about this before. It's um, Green Brigade, I think, have brought a lot to, to Celtic Park in the last kind of five years. But I think a lot of people at Celtic Park now just think, well, that's their job to do the, yeah. make the noise. Yeah. And they kind of sit and just kind of take it all in. Yeah. Whereas it, that never used to be the case. I think you'll I think about two minutes, that's good. Yeah. I think judging by the, I mean, the reaction to Celtic's actions has been mainly positive. You know, I mean, ninety percent, ten percent, probably. Yeah. So uh, I think they'll feel a responsibility to, to back that up. I mean, some of the glittering displays have been great in the European nights, oh, no not, not the bad ones, but predominantly the Green Brigade do a great job on a dull Saturday. Yeah. It's hard to play in Ross County, and everyone else is sitting in their It shouldn't be needed on a Champions League win. Oh, the top five atmospheres in Europe in the last twenty years. They're probably most of them have been before the last five, six years. So, what result do they take to Toronto? I think I don't think Rosenberg are anywhere near the team they were 13, 14 years ago, um, and it doesn't sound to me as if they're, they're performing that great at home either. Um, I know they won the league last year without, without um, losing away at home and all that kind of stuff, but this year I think they've been a wee bit um, run steady uh, this this campaign. I think Celtic will beat them tonight. I think it will be a one or two 0 job to go there. I think Celtic will win both legs. Both legs. Interesting. We shall see. Uh, join us, uh, I'm sure, in the aftermath of tonight. Pick up the Daily Record tomorrow for all the reaction uh, from both players and our fine journalists here. And we'll catch you ahead of the second leg.